Hi, it's Paul. Hi, it's Damo. And it's time for the PD Sports Podcast. With Damo and Paul. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the PD Sports Podcast. We have a extra episode for you guys this week because of all the drama unfolding in the Premier League. With me today, I've got Damien. Damien, say hello to all the lovely listeners. Hello, everybody. Always nice to be here with a little bit of a midweek special for the PD Sports Podcast. Plenty to cover, plenty to talk about, and plenty to predict for the final day yeah, of the Premier League this week and it's been a while since we have done a double episode in a week as well it's been probably a, it, a month or so it, it, ESL yeah yeah ESL it's like the first few episodes that we did was just a whole ESL of you know yeah. everything happening and now we've got another reason to do it it's probably been a while since yeah, we've had Dom on um, obviously yeah, a lot of this has been involving Chelsea shout out to Dom Dom was one of the was who suggested we should do a midweek, have, you know, thing. So yeah. shout out. Unfortunately, Dom. He can't be with us tonight, um, so we'll have we'll, to soldier on without him. Yeah. Oh, look, it's okay. It's how the originals <laughs> want it. Me and you, go All right, strong. So let's mate. get stuck into it. it. Probably won't be as lengthy as other podcasts, but I felt like we probably need to touch base on a few things because. We have to. Almost like uh, the great virus that we're dealing with at the moment, the situation in the Premier League is changing almost day by day. So we can't let our suggestions sit there for a week because games are happening thick and fast and the situation changes. And we're in a position now where some results have gone ways that we somewhat predicted, I think, in the last podcast. I reckon I actually backed Chelsea to get over Leicester uh, in the league as a reaction. And that's where we're probably going to start today. I think you did. I think we put it in the... Yeah, we spoke about it, but I don't know if... Yeah, we did. We both predicted it. So, bit of revenge for Chelsea, which for me, I'll just speak about it first quickly. I'm pretty sure I said this is the result I wanted because it gets rid of the nervousness around the Champions League final for me. So, if Chelsea managed to get the result that I think they'll get in the game against Villa then we don't actually have to worry about them winning the Champions League and then knocking us out potentially of a uh, Champions League place. So for me, as much as I said I love Leicester and we spoke about how highly we regarded the club, it's a lot better for us if they're fighting with us for fourth than Chelsea. So what are your thoughts at the moment? And then we'll move into that game. Um, I have... Look, I was happy with the results and how they went. Obviously, we're sitting fourth. It's in our hands. But... Um, Look, I think from the neutral's point of view, we really want Leicester to get in. I don't think they will from here now, but you never know. Football's quite strange. Um, and I wouldn't be riding off Villa on the final day not doing something against Chelsea. I just feel like there's one more twist. It would be very, very, very you know, funny if you imagine that Chelsea lost on the final day and Leicester got a result and we got a result. We finished third, Leicester fourth. That'd be Chelsea. ideal. Um uh, to be fair, that would be ideal because it just kind of gives us, a, you know, we're in no matter what because we're third. And yeah, I don't even know what the rule is surrounding a uh, Champions League winner and fourth spot because there's, there's surely there's been seasons where a Premier League club from outside the fours won it and a Premier League no. still had four clubs and there's no. been years where it hasn't. Um, but I'm not sure on the rule. I've always thought that the Champions always Regardless, got in. Uh, it should I've be, all, but... Yeah, and I always thought fourth... Always held I think spot now, as well, I think in I the know. past it was because fourth was a qualifying spot. So maybe now that fourth is a guaranteed group stage, maybe it goes straight through. That's something I probably need to check on as well, just to get the, the ruling. I think because in the past it's been a yeah. qualifying spot. So they just take one qualifying spot out and it goes to a guaranteed of the previous winner, which makes a bit more yeah. sense. I think that's what's been happening. Yeah. And now because it's qual- it's guaranteed, yeah. it doesn't matter. But just so we don't have to even worry about that, let's just go win, Chelsea yeah. win. Let's just get yeah, our job done. Whatever. I think that's probably the big one in front of our fans, which would be nice too. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to have fans back. It was good watching these games, these midweek games with proper fans in the stadium. It didn't sound like that weird, you know, um, artificial fan noise that we've been getting with Optus Sport. It was just proper atmosphere. And it's just amazing how you go from nothing to... It's just only a few thousand fans. Yeah, it makes a big difference. so much. Yeah. It's huge. Um, and do love that. And yeah, look, I, I reckon it's been a really good top four race, this. And I'm glad it's gone down on the final day. I wish we were obviously fighting for something else on the final day. But look, 
here we are, got to embrace it. And you've got to love a little bit of a scrap come end of season or else we would have had relegation done, league done. And if this wasn't going on, what would we be talking exactly. about? So I think the yeah, big thing good. that we've got right is Leicester's running. I would love to go back. I reckon yes, it's about have. three podcasts ago when we started talking about the run-ins for the Premier League. And we said how if Leicester can't get on a roll in the league, then there's real potential for them to really stagnate. And that that's happened really um, for Leicester. Uh, from the only game they really took points, I think that we said they probably wouldn't would be the Man United one. But obviously, circumstances around that game made it probably a bit easier for Leicester to take points. Imagine if Man United did actually play a full strength side and won. Like, we wouldn't even be worried. I know. Talking about this, no, that would be exactly. Would be so, I think the lifeline that could help Leicester, you know, like that's what's crazy. Like that game against United. Well, that's what's um, kept them in it. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, even if they draw that, then they're really pushing um, things uphill to try and really get back in that race. They start relying on other results. So, let's focus on the Chelsea Leicester game to start with, and then we'll move over to our boys. So, I actually haven't had a chance to watch the game in entirety. So, I have seen little bits and pieces, and obviously, I've seen what kicked off at the end. So. Do you just want to, do you just want to kick off? That was a proper, that was yeah, a do you want to kick, kick off, off with where this game um, went for you? Um, so for those that don't know, I've watched both games in entirety. You want to know what the footballing gods are giving Damien in return? A bit of a head cold. So if I do sound a little bit off, I apologise. But, um, you know, that's what happens when you don't get lack of sleep and you're watching football. Uh, me and Dom uh, were messaging during this game and we were loving the 92nd minute scrap that went on. Tempers flaring. I think it was just a little bit of frustration from Leicester's bench spoiling over into the game and obviously um, I think it was uh, I'm trying to remember the centre-back from Chelsea uh, Martin yeah, Zuma, Zuma I think um, put in a challenge right right on the touchline it was a bit of heat and look I, I, you can kind of understand why it's a bit heated in that situation I think it's great unlike when Spurs went massively over the line when Leicester won it yeah. Spurs went yeah. crazy and we just started being stupid this wasn't a stupid scrap this was just a heated scrap where people got their handbags out um, and yeah, and I think it's just it was a it was an accumulation of things for Leicester. I think the big one was I think they were just so up frustrated that Eosi Perez has missed this golden chance to make it two two, and that goal was so massive, it was huge in the context of the league. You know, an extra a point shared. Yeah. Um, Leicester stay above Chelsea. We actually go level with everybody. I think or would have been sorry, would have been um level with Chelsea in one point behind Leicester. Um, and it would have been like completely different for the Foxes. Um, instead, they obviously missed that chance. Um, I'm going to just go in chronological order here now. First half of foot was all Chelsea. Second half, Rudiger scored again versus Leicester he um, loves as well. Um, and Him and Zuma. He does, doesn't he? Um, and then, and then um, yeah, look, um, Brendan had to make a change. Uh, I didn't think the game was getting away from Leicester, but unlike Leicester on the weekend, that kind of controlled the Chelsea midfield. Um, this time Brendan kind of didn't go with a proper bank of four. It was more of a four two three one. It seemed, um, and because of that, Chelsea were doing what Chelsea have been doing in the Champions League. You know, finding runners in behind, getting into space, breaking into areas. Um, very unlucky not to have a penalty when I probably should have had a penalty. I don't understand how VAR hasn't overruled that. I also don't understand how Mike Dean hasn't given it. Um, if you haven't seen the incident, it is pretty blatant. Um, but uh, that's what we talked about where the referee oh, has to go have a look and you know have the uh, guts to make the decision. Usually it's about not sticking with your decision. I think Mike Dean falls in the category of, oh, look at me, I'm a referee yeah. sort of guy. Um, and I think, yeah, it's just the fact that it's Mike Dean, so they're just letting that one go. But uh, clear-cut penalty. Um, and then Fafana has a moment of madness uh, Werner's going away from goal. There's no need to even touch him. It's definitely a foul. I believe Martin's given that thinking it was outside the box. Um, I honestly think if this was, uh, if Martin knew it was inside the box, it's one of those ones where he tells Werner to get up, knowing it's probably a foul, but too soft yeah. to be a penalty. Um, and then obviously VAR goes and looks at it and realizes he's half a foot in the box and has to be a penalty. Now that Martin's given it, just inexperience um, from Fafana, isn't it? Bit of panic. It, got to it, win it the is. Ball. It's just, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't need to. Exactly. Werner's going towards his corner flag. You know, you've got a two against one there because he had um, oh, who was covering him? Anyhow, I mean, he just goes and gets his legs tangled with him. Like he he puts his arms on him, he goes and puts his body on him, um, and then clips his leg and down he goes. 
Um, and it, he didn't need to. Um, I think he's thinking that he just wants to put some press there. Uh, but it's just an experience. It's just a silly one. It's one that, as a professional footballer, you should know that yeah. there's no danger. Just marshal it. Um, but I do stand by the statement that I think Mike Dean, and his initial reaction was he gave a free kick. And Mike Dean thought it was definitely outside the box. Because I think it's one of those ones where referees, you know how it's like it's a foul anywhere else in the field, but yeah, in the box it's not. Same. I feel like that fell in, I feel like that fell in the category of, it's like the good old one where centre-back goes and pushes a striker in a heading contest. Everywhere else, it's a free kick outside the yeah, they don't box. Give it. Yeah. They don't give him. Um, anyhow, um, look, uh, credit to Brendan. He went to up top, had the press, changed the game. The press got a goal. Yet again, Chelsea getting caught playing out from the back. Um, and look, Inacho with that goal, has now scored a competitive goal on every day of yeah, the week of the season. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That is an unreal start. Um, it also shows out how messed up the schedule's been this year that we've have like, we've had games of football every day yeah. of the week. Um, and then obviously Perez. I don't I, no, have you seen the miss pool? Oh my god, it is. It's not a contender for miss of the season, but as a professional footballer, you know you should have scored. Um, ball comes down the right hand side, gets cut back, it goes through three people, and he gets a clear run with no one in front of him, just mending to beat from just inside the box and about in line with the penalty spot and he side foots Ooh. it just over the bar. If he just puts that half inside yeah. the post and you know, speed, decent on target, yeah. Mendy's gone. Yeah, it, it just, that's it. But yeah, at the end of that game, I mean, Chelsea go to 67 points, Leicester went on 66 and Liverpool were on 63 with a plus one goal, dif- goal difference, 20 plays 21. Um, and it just meant Liverpool had to win at Burnley to go fourth. Um, and that was mad. That was... Good, yeah. good in itself um, and yeah showed the mentality but, um, didn't it in the end with left. Liverpool like I'm very yeah, happy that we did. played second um, knowing that we need like a win was I was too was massive um, getting the, the goal when we got it was probably crucial as well the first one um, oh, yeah, because it massive. wasn't super early but at least it was enough where we could start to flex it forced Burnley to have to do something and then typical, you know, once we get teams coming at us, and that's what we haven't done well this year. Like we'll probably do a bit of review on Liverpool. And this this little run in that we've had now, we've been winning. Yeah, games we've been scoring before. first because we've been scoring yeah. the first. Teams have been coming against us, and yeah. killing them. We've been a little bit unlucky at times, and we've dominated games a little bit because we haven't been able to finish. But um, we obviously have. Uh, struggled against teams that have sat back and obviously have defended for their lives and given us no space. Um, the first goal just brings them out, and when we, teams come out against us, we yeah. do do put them to bed most times and not. Um, uh, look, uh, there's a lot more that happened in this Burnley game, but I was just more happy for the fact this had the potential to be very nervy. Don't know if you watched any of the Red Man TV kind of run in or yeah. preview or anything like that, but they were talking about how nervy yeah. this could have been. Um, and we're all just saying, just get us a win. This is a bigger please. danger game than Palace, um, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. It, it is indeed. It was. This, this, this was. this was, for me, the bigger yeah. danger game. Before. I 100% agree. Um, however, I do want to speak about the Palace game, but we'll do that in the yeah. second part of this uh, podcast, I think. There's a couple of things I want to say, because I'm going to say one thing, and then I'm going to play devil's advocate to myself on it, um, to do with Palace and what they could do against us. Um, but for me, if I, I watched the game, um, I'm about to run through it. It was a must-win game, obviously, as well. Um, one new at halftime, two and a half to 52 minutes. However, to be fair to Burnley, don't know if you watched the game, Paul. You might have been yeah, getting I didn't get a chance to, to watch it. I've seen the whole um, episode. Um, Burnley's 60th minute plus was unbelievable. Like yeah, They chasing. came out and played some football that was good, and they came and chased. They were Harry. Chris Wood was creating chances. We had Nat Phillips off the goal line with a goal line header. Um, and to be honest, Liverpool kind of said, we're two new up, this is a massive win. Job done, let's just sit here and absorb now. Um, and it kind of just stopped us from playing. And it was only until um, we got the third that it was like, okay, yeah. game safe now. Because we were just kept being put under the pump and it just felt like that sort of game. If they get We've been one, in that situation two. before too. Um, We've not reacted well. Yeah, it was just... It was just very nervy. We started getting deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And if you're giving a team like Burnley yeah, that much they space, they create a set piece or something, that or deep. just a chaos. Yeah, ball. yeah. You just, you just, you just don't like it. Like they, they should have scored. Nat Phillips. Yeah, unbelievable. To be fair, I didn't think I, I was going to be saying this, Paul. 
But he's really started to prove that he could be part of this football club. I think club on Monday time. we were just jokingly saying how he's sort of stepped into the team, but he's just for a seventh, eighth choice. He's so he's so good. He's nah, not, not even seventh, eighth choice for me. I think he's I think he's third choice. You'd, you'd choice. want him. Um, you'd want him as your fifth, really. Like uh, thinking with I, I, having. I mean, your four are set, and then it's whether you sign Quebec. For me, you got Verge, Gomez, Matip, and Canate. They're your four, and then yeah. Phillips is your fifth, fighting with Quebec. And that at least uh, for what it means is, you, we should never have to play Fabinho at centre back. Really, it, well, it, that's what, what I'm should. hoping for. So bringing Canate in, hopefully make Quebec long term, and then you've got Phillips. Would be nice. I don't think it was going to happen. I don't know. The fee's only like 16, 17 mil. It's not crazy money. It's not. I think just the resurgence of Nat Phillips and Reese Williams have been decent. Nah. I don't think think Williams is at the level, personally. I think Phillips is. I think Williams has too many mistakes in him where Phillips has just been rock solid. That's my view. That's yeah. a short view. That's a short. That's, that's a short, short view. That's short. not going into any analytics or anything. But that's that's just the yeah, eye test and um, just seeing how comfortable Phillips is versus Williams and the role that he plays. I just think, yeah, we're, ca- we're when we're healthy, we're probably carrying one too many centre backs. And honestly, I, I wouldn't sell Williams. I'd let him go play. I'd let him go play somewhere championship. Um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Loan him out. 100. Still young. Goes. Phillips is a bit um, older. That's why too. Only thing that I want. Only thing I would say about Nat Phillips is he's just he reminds me of an old school. No defender. nonsense. Like a I proper old school defender. He's just no nonsense. Um, you know, he'll win everything. If he has to run through a brick wall, he will. If he has to put his head somewhere where he's gonna get kicked and he's gonna get his head cut open, yeah. so be it. He he's a bit like that. He's not your typical modern day, I'm good on the ball, yeah, I'll be calm under pressure. Um, you know, I'll have a good touch. Being on the right hand side, he doesn't need to be the best ball player because he just has to roll it five nah, yards to Trent. Nah. And that's it. And he just, no nonsense, get the ball, move it, great. But I'm there to win it. If I'm going to go toe-to-toe with you, yeah. I'm going toe-to-toe with you. Um, I love him. I actually really love him. I, I knew this started off as a meme, but I love him because I think he's just been a breath of fresh air and it's allowed for Binio to play alongside Thiago. We look like that's a been different the difference. day. Um, we, 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 by the way, didn't deserve a third goal. I didn't yeah, think great finish. Honest. Good feet, yeah. great, found a yard. Left foot, I didn't expect it. When he went on his left, I was like, oh, here we go. And yeah, I love it. Good like, finish, right. bottom stick. Um, um, but the third goal was massive because it means that we obviously go yeah, four goals huge. clear. Same game, same points as Leicester. One point behind Chelsea. But um, that goal difference for me is just like an extra point. Yeah, especially really with huge. the games that those um, teams are playing as well. They don't have easy games, which we'll get into. So four goals is no, huge. No, it just... It just is, I like... it For me, I... Means that if Leicester draw and we draw, you know, we're going to stay there. If we win, Leicester aren't going to win by five, six, yeah, seven, eight exactly. goals. It's a nice um, cushion to have. Uh, if, we, if we only beat Burnley 1-0 and then we went and beat Palace 1-0, Leicester I could see beat Spurs 3-1, 4-1, you know, and overturn it. Um, I just don't think with a goal difference now that as long as we match what Leicester do, we're not going to yeah. fall out the four. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a couple of questions I want to speak about this Burnley game as well. My big one, though, is that the news coming out of the English camp is Southgate, for whatever reason, isn't going to take Trent. How can he not take you on the Euros based on current form of the last five games? I oh, know. It's just that I think he's looking at it defensively. Um, um, he well, he won four out of four interceptions, three out of four. Yeah, but you're talking years. longitudinally over the season. Um, he's been exposed. Like, it's you can't hide the fact that he hasn't been exposed at times. I don't, I don't, I don't, under, I don't understand but how he can't. going take forward, yeah, we had this, we've had this chat already. We didn't put a concrete team in, but we both had Trent in. Yeah. It's, I think, I don't believe it doesn't that even look like he's taking Juan Bissaka. That's the other thing. He's taking Trippier, Walker and James. So, yeah, I don't, like, yeah, I don't, know. I don't get it either. I don't get it. Um, it's just too many right. I think we thought he'd take Walker as a centre back, so that's probably the difference. Um, if he's going to yeah. play with a four, then it makes it harder. But then for me, if you're going with a four, you, you, my three right backs that I'd want to play in a four would be Kyle Walker, Juan Bissaka, and Trent because they all give you something different. Trent. So yeah, if you need a bit more defensive, Juan Bissaka. If you need. 
Um, if you need someone that's definitely got to get forward all the time, it's Trent. It's just Walker. It's Walker. a good mix Walker. to have because you get a bit of everything out of all three of them. So, yeah. But I don't know. I think, think Southgate will die by the sword or live by the sword. You can't take Reese James over Trent. He can go on. I haven't I haven't seen it in Reese James in big games, and that's the difference for me. Like I'm not. Oh, he's a fantastic footballer, but he's been on the scene for 18 months. Ready. Hasn't played yeah, enough for England. Like yeah. you're talking about a right back that's been in a Champions League final, won the Premier League. I know James is going to be in the Champions League final, but he's not. He's not the influential piece that drives a team into that position like Trent did at, the, at a similar age. So. For me, it's a dead ball thing too. If you don't start James or Prowse, well, that's what Trippier's in the team for. See, I don't. I, I, I Trippier's free enough, kicks are unbelievable. But how can he? Like, yeah, I haven't watched enough of like. He hasn't got the corners. He hasn't got the same corners like, as Trent, he, but his free kicks are better. Uh, it's more the fact that how are we talking about a guy that's playing at Atletico Madrid that hasn't really done well, hasn't much played. this season? Atletico. He was banned. Yeah, and he's going to take him. For me, I think it's just Southgate yeah, playing favourites. I, I think Southgate will live or die by the sword. I think if Southgate doesn't take Trent, they don't make the semi-final of the Euros. I think, think he just ends up at Spurs. I think he will end up at yeah, Spurs. We'll have the tournament, he'll flop, he'll go to Spurs, and they'll be done. Yeah. And that'll be it. Yeah. I just don't understand how Southgate can not take a player like that. Be interesting to see what it's that one position though, isn't um, it? Like it's the win. one position where the depth is just yeah. out of this world. Like at the start of the season, we were talking about Tariq Lamptey potentially even going. Like he he dropped off obviously yeah. with Brighton. I think got injured a bit, but you know this is right backs coming out of everywhere for for England. It's like how do you fit these guys in? Do you do you move Walker to centre back and play a three? Do you play then Trent in the midfield? Just to, because I I still think Trent could be valuable as a central midfielder. Like there's just Oh, for me, in the squad for the Euros, it's valuable because if you get a couple of midfield injuries, you can play there. Right yeah. back, you can play there. And then, anyway, we'll like, probably have yeah, a lot of discussion uh, around that. When it is what it is. Look, it, it, look, the Euros, is. if you're excited for the Euros in the podcast, let us know in the Discord and let us know, obviously, yeah. in the review section. We will be covering the Euros in depth on the podcast because we look, as an Italian, I love it, love the Euros. Uh, Paul, Paul's side yeah. has won a Euro in 04. Um, so look, I would love to do a bit of Euro recap pull throughout the podcast. Yeah. I think we will. Um, and if you're excited for that, let us know. But yeah, look, I thought that was the only real massive question from the Burnley Liverpool game was how on earth is Southgate not taking Trent? But um, have to wait and see. Yeah, look, that brings us into Sunday night. Yes, yeah, that brings us into Sunday night, Paul. And I don't know about you, but for those that don't know, D A M M O underscore twenty three on Twitch, we are going to be watching the games not on the Twitch stream because I'll get banned for that. But we're going to be watching the games on one monitor, and on the other monitor, it's going to be me and my live reactions to the Liverpool Palace. Leicester Spurs, going to give me something to watch then. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be there. I'll be in bed. I'm going to be at work at um, seven thirty on Monday, but I can't miss it. Yeah, but you have to watch yeah, this. You no. can't miss this. So Yorkie, right? if you're listening, I might be um, tired, um, but I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's go. Don't blame him. Which game do we start with here? Um, geez, do you want to talk about our boys? No, you want to go about go, Chelsea? Or you want let's to talk go to Chelsea. Spurs? I reckon I'll we'll go backwards on our run sheet. Uh, I just think uh, so. We've, this is the yeah. only game where we've got a differing in result. My yeah. reasoning is for as good as Villa have been this season, I think they'll probably check out. Um. I think Chelsea with a Champions League final on the horizon, knowing that they'd lost the FA Cup, I think they need to go full strength. They've got time in between this game and the final, and I think for Chelsea they need to generate that momentum. I think they'll build on they'll build on the form that they have picked up from beating Leicester midweek, and I think they'll win two 0 Yeah, I'm. I can see it happening. Don't get me wrong. I think that. Look, I think Villa are great, and I think they're building something. They're another and transfer window what away. What you're saying about Chelsea, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I think they are too. I actually really rate what I Villa agree. are building. I think it's fantastic, and I think they're on the cusp of something quite special there at that football club. If they get all the jigsaw pieces Grealish. right, Villa, watch out. I'm not saying not saying that they're going to win the Premier League. I'm saying be watch out. They could be European yeah. contenders. They've got to keep yeah, Grealish though, and be in that top six race. That's been my knock um, on them. That's been my knock, my knock on them this year, yeah. and. It's just been the fact that when Grealish hasn't been in the team, Villa haven't been the same side. So, I mean, I understand it. They're a team that's but just that's been promoted. That's where their window... Yeah, their yeah, window that's away. That's just my view. 
I feel. Um, look, I do think Villa will be right up for this. I think that at home with fans as well. This is an interesting one. It, this, 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 this could be. This is the one which is like I can see Chelsea winning it, and I can see if Villa get the first one, this could be a real interesting yeah. contest. I've predicted a one all draw. I've predicted that in, in Villa get the first, Chelsea would be quite nervous. They'll find a goal, but Villa would be quite dogged and everything down. like that. I also feel like if Chelsea go one new up, Villa yeah. will come hard being the final Got a big result season. today too as well, um, given that. Yeah. Um, I just, it's one of those games that if Chelsea won, I wouldn't bat an eyelid. And it was one of those games if Villa won, yeah, you'd understand. Like, I'd, you understand how that goes. That's the whole reason I yeah. predicted one all. Um, but yeah, look, it could be interesting. I don't know which way we're going to go about it uh, in terms of like <laughs> what we want. Um, but yeah, look, uh, I'll take either of the results. Chelsea win, it means they finish third and we just fight for fourth. Great. And it means we're in the Champions League no matter what. I, th- I if, think that's uh, the Chelsea big thing draw, for Chelsea. We win, we jump I in. think knowing that they can lock yeah, up the Champions so League before playing the final the is Champions massive. Final. And I think that's probably what pushes them through. I think it is too. This is my view. I think well, they'll come in, they'll come 100% and they have to, unlike what Man United <laughs> have been doing uh, before Europa League final, which is a bit interesting. Actually, we didn't even they talk about that, eh? They drew it full on, we haven't even mentioned it. Yeah. No, we haven't. Because they're shit. So top four, but I'm just putting it out there. My call for Villarreal to win the Europa <laughs> I know. League is getting I'm stronger getting worried. This is what we said. And Damo, by the way, has jumped up Villarreal $4 to win the Europa League. This is exactly what we mentioned, though, about... So you mentioned they might not win yeah. a game between whenever we it was four games to go, and for me it's all started with that dumb decision to just take the whole team out Leicester. against Leicester. So I love it. I am loving this. I'm sorry, me United fans, but I think it is. I think they. I think they're. No, they're not. Cr- they're not they crumbling. They have to win they're, on the weekend. Th- oh, they are, but they've put themselves under unnecessary pressure. Yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah, if they don't win on the weekend, they've lost. They they they're one in four, a, and they're about to play a final. Toughish game, don't they? They got Wolves, and Wolves have been very disappointing yeah. this year. They're sitting twelfth. They need they a have. win to say to their fans at home, "Hey, I know it's been a long season. Yep. Back us, we're good." Yeah, I agree. 100% That's going to be agree. a big game too. I haven't even thought about Man yeah. United at all. I mean, they've been sort of locked away. Imagine I, I if they lose either. and Chelsea win and Chelsea finish a point behind them. So yeah, the big thing. For me, is that if Chelsea do finish behind United, then that is really disappointing for United in a way. Like they had such a big gap there um, to, to throw it away. I just think it's stupid. Shows the lack of inexperience on Oli's part. And you're right. I think Villarreal do probably end up finding a way to potentially get that win over United. They could just exploit them because they're just in yeah. out of the form. But uh, it'll be interesting. Anyway, back to Chelsea and Villa because, look, top four is taking priority here. Um, I wouldn't surprise me either one of these results. I think if Chelsea win this game, they'll be with a bit of confidence at least going to City. If they draw or lose, um, I don't think it's half the battle done for City, but I think there's just that psychological edge that, well, City haven't been particularly great of late. Yeah, either, but so. they're not really... They'll get up for a final though. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, I think they would too, especially a Champions League final. Like they've deserved a Champions League final. Yeah. I think Pep is waiting for that, rooming ear to ear, knowing that he could win one. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the next game. And before we do, I've actually just got a notification here from One Football, so it's not a sponsor, but they're yeah. talking about Harry Kane. Apparently, is insisting that his Tottenham future is quote down to him. So, um, yeah. Um, he's apparently told Daniel Levy that he is yeah, wanting to move to another Premier League club. He doesn't want to go abroad. I don't he wants blame to stay him. In England. He's done his time there. I don't blame him either. I think if you're Man United, Man City, you're probably the leading favourites. I think if you're Liverpool, you throw a bit at him. But... It's not going to happen. Yeah, but it won't happen. Um, Chelsea, I don't think no. we'll even touch him. He's not the sort of striker that Chelsea need, and I don't think they particularly need it. Um, I would be very interested to see if any other club outside of them so. can get him. No. I don't think so. Um, I could see him go to PSG if he wanted to move abroad. Uh, I just don't know if Real Madrid or Barca think he's that sort of striker for him. I don't think Bayern would go near him. I could see Madrid getting um, him. I think if it's not City or United, um, maybe. Um, if it's not City or United, I don't think he finds a way of, of, away from Spurs, personally. Leicester? Um, 
maybe if they finish <laughs> in the four. That's a very big thing. I just but... don't think. No, you... I just don't think if they finish outside no, the four, you're going he's sideways. Not move even if they're if they're in the four, you're exactly. going sideways at that point. I still think. Yeah, you are. I just, I think unless you put a heap of faith in Brendan Rodgers, I would if, agree with that. If point. the owner says, "Look, here's three hundred million, go get it done with Champions yeah. League money," go get it. You never know. Yeah, Good, exactly. But, yeah. but who knows? But I just don't I feel know like the, where yeah, I see yeah. Harry Kane going. If it ain't City and it ain't United, I don't think he yeah. goes anywhere in England. And I just don't think the interest abroad is enough to be, if you're Harry Kane, well, I'm definitely leaving. Um, so I think that's why that is kind of worded that it's up to me. I think it's more of a fact that Harry Kane coming out, well, I need time to think about it. But really, if anyone comes yeah. and offers, I'm off. But if nothing happens, definitely. I'll just stay. Um, so a bit interesting by, uh, by yeah. Harry Kane. and Very timely, well, Spurs, it? It's a massive dent. Three days yeah, before they're very playing, as well. whatever it is. So, yeah, it just kind of divorces yeah, Spurs in a yeah. way, doesn't it? But this game for me but is one that who knows? is probably one of the most interesting for the weekend because there's a lot that rides on this game. So there's stuff for the Europa League, oh, yeah, there's there stuff huge. for the North London derby. There's Leicester's Champions League hopes. It's just got everything. So I think I, I really. When I was writing up my thoughts, I didn't go into detail because I wanted to talk about it, but it's one of those ones where I actually don't know where this game goes. Like, who goes harder at this game? I don't have a clue. Because if Leicester throw everything at it, then that f- kind of works in Spurs' favour as well. Like, it's it's that for me, yeah. if we weren't playing for something, this would be the game that I'd watch because there's so much on the line. Both teams... Yeah, if this was game 37 play or 38, differently. it would yeah. be the game. But do both yeah. teams just go after it and just exploit themselves? I don't see Spurs doing that. I see Spurs saying, Leicester, you guys need to win to make Champions League. Come at us. And I think that really plays yeah, into Spurs' hands. I think it does too. Um, I think it's especially if oh Mourinho was in charge. That's how exactly They'd win this if up, Mourinho but... was there. That's the difference, though. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mason, I don't know if Mason was set up like that or not. Um, but look, for me, it has to be down to Spurs, uh, Spurs, sorry, Leicester to yeah. initiate. Well, they need the, to win uh, more, realistically. Yeah, well, look, it's up to them to initiate this whole game. They need to win no matter what. And if, if they win, they know they have a double bite of the cherry that Palace do something against us or Villa do something against Chelsea. And they've in. they know if they draw, they're more than likely Gornski unless we lose yeah. to Palace. Um, and then if they lose, it's all over. It doesn't matter what happens, right? I can see Spurs winning, but I predicted one all and you have two. Um, mainly because I think me and you are just going into the yeah, unknown and going, what the hell is going to happen in this game of football? So the main reason I'm streaming is because this game of football, I think, is going to give me heart palpitations, this one here. Because this won't surprise me. This game is free all, free two either yeah. way. And it won't surprise me if this game has no goals and it's nil-nil. It, it, it will I, actually you know what I disagree I think there will be goals in this game I could nearly yeah, guarantee it there has to be goals because I think Leicester will come out and be so aggressive knowing that they need a score that a chance will eventually go in either end with them being so open at the back on the break or they've thrown so many numbers they'll find a goal but yeah look it, it just comes down to that if Leicester if Jose Perez scored for Leicester against Chelsea then that would be a completely different game again because Leicester would know that a point may have probably been good enough yeah, to get in I agree um, so yeah this 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 is the game this is the game that will decide everything I think look Chelsea um, Chelsea win lose draw probably going to be safe Liverpool win lose draw know that if they lose they're in trouble but draw Enough, win probably yeah. safe unless Leicester go out there and play out of their skin against Spurs um, I just I think if you're a Liverpool fan you got solace knowing that it's Leicester Spurs not Leicester playing West Brom or whatever um, but at the same stage Liverpool have it in their own hands to go win a game of football which they should um, but at the same stage, I think Leicester are capable of beating Spurs. Do I think they're going to overturn the goal difference no deficit to no Liverpool? Way. No. Right? But do I think Leicester can beat Spurs and find a way into the four based on other results? Yeah, yes. and that's just what makes it fun. Uh, do I think it's going to happen? Not the way I predicted the results to go. I I don't think so. However, this is the top four title race. I do going to put my neck on the line. There will be a stage over the 90 minutes where Leicester are in the four. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. 
right? I'm not saying they're going to end in the four, but there will be maybe 10 minutes in, they've got the first guy out of all three games, Leicester in the four, right? It won't surprise me in the least. I think there will be a stage on the weekend where it could be Leicester in fourth, Liverpool in third, and Chelsea needing a goal. Right, And it could be well in the stage that Leicester and Chelsea are winning and Liverpool are out of the foot. I think that we're going to get all these sort of yeah, situations playing. I agree. Right? And this is, the, this is, this is going to be mental. Um, look, for, for, for Spurs, it's massive because imagine the season that they've had and imagine the season yeah. Arsenal's had and Arsenal finish above you. Yeah. Could you imagine it? And Arsenal have an easier tie on the final day. Everton have got City. Yeah. Um, and Spurs have got... Spurs have got Leicester, so... I oh, know, there's just so much happening. It's yeah, going to be mental. Huge. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. And then, I am too. Um, should we talk about one, our game yeah, now? I think for me, I'll just jump in now. I get nervous yeah. every time I talk yeah. about So game. for me, the difference is you're going to have fans. First time, we have fans yeah. at Anfield backing the team. And I think the, the big thing is Roy got his send-off, although it wasn't a good one. Um, they were in that game... I, I, wanted, I wanted to take... I yeah, wanted they to were in that game games. massively. And massively. I thought they were unlucky to lose 3-1. But I think I that's almost the climax of the rouse we're going to get from Palace because Palace were going nuts. They were flying in. They were up for it. And I think they got a little bit lucky that they didn't get some suspensions. But there's no way they can back that up only a few days later as well, physically. Like, that would be very, very difficult because they put a lot of effort into that Arsenal game. I just think it's yeah, one of those ones where you're up against it, you're hearing the crowd noise against you at Anfield. The way Thiago's been playing with Fabinho and the Firmino scoring for fun at, at the moment and Salah's scoring and the 7, what was it, 7-1 that we beat them at, at Sellers. And it's just, for me, I don't see a world where yeah. we don't get this done. I'd be very, very surprised if we don't get it done. Especially with the mentality of the team. I want to mention a... Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, I want to mention a couple of things. There's a few things that play into this. I think the fact that we beat Palace 7-1 is going to hurt yeah. us because Palace are going to come here and be super, super deep and just sit with people behind the ball. Second thing that I want to say is because it's Roy's last game, I expect them to be up for it. However, I'm going to play devil's advocate to that straight away. The send-off he got, the reaction from the players that he got, the fact that he did a whole speech after 90 minutes... For me, if I was a player, that's my... Okay, that's yeah. the coach done, right? Coach is done, send off, last game of the season, who cares? Coach is leaving. We've done what we needed to do for him. We've given him something at home, whatever. This was Palace at home. Very different. No, Roy's last game. Very I would different. Be, I would yeah. be very worried, right? I would be saying this is nowhere near yeah, done. Yeah, I agree. Right? Um, I'm not saying that it's done, but I'm saying that because all this has happened... More in our favour. I expect the reaction that Palace will just kind of go whatever and air where I think if, if it was Palace away Roy's last game, they even went 1-0 down. I expect Palace yeah. to come and Zaha to run and Benteke to do Benteke yeah. things. I still have the nightmare that Benteke scores last minute and denies us top four. Um, that still sits in the back of my head and that frightens me to death. But at the same stage, I think at home, yeah. I think knowing that if we can find the first one, which we have been doing a late, and knowing that Nat Phillips is a god that is behind him and, Allison knowing that he can score a goal if needs be, um, and the fact that we've got Bobby scoring goals for a striker. We've got that goals score. from everywhere at the moment. That's, what um, I like. that's, that's what's been lacking I this think, year. You know, you, you... I think for the first time this year, we can safely say, or for the first half of like 2021, um, that we can say that Liverpool have found a stride that is like yeah. Liverpool ball. And that's again. a big thing. They've done it when um, it mattered. And. And look, if they win this game, it's in our hands. If we win this game, I don't think we can get caught. I actually think with the predictions that I've given out, Liverpool yeah, finish third. I agree. But and uh, look, that's up to yeah. Villa and Chelsea. It doesn't bother me to finish third or fourth. But um, I think there is more of a chance. I'm putting more chance that we finish third because we win the game and Chelsea draw than Chelsea win, we lose, yeah, and Leicester jump I agree. Off. I think there's more chance we finish third than us finishing fifth. And I think that's a good yeah, situation. Yeah, and I think that for me, the one big positive is our last four goals have come from the four different lines as well. So, you know... Yeah, exactly, that's which what, is amazing. And I can't remember the last time a centre-back yeah, scored. And oh, Verge, really. It hasn't really happened since Virgil's yeah. gotten injured. So, we've and we've lost... We've missed those goals because Verge, Verge will we get have. us the, those random goals that either get us back into a game or... The other ones I've noticed... They're important. They, 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 you might get only five or six a season, but that's 
more more than not, more than not, it's probably at a time where it's nil nil. The team's been really deep. We've won a. You don't know what people have been speaking about as well. The three or four what? goals Robbo gets you at the back post as well from Trent Balls or Salah oh, Balls. Yeah. It happens. It's only a few seasons, yeah. but they're important. Yeah, you talk about Villa last year. Robbo doesn't score. We don't go and win that game. You know what I mean? Like That's just how I've looked at it yeah. this season is because of the situation we've been in, we haven't been as free-flying. The goals have been so reliant on the front three. They've been put under more pressure, which means they haven't been scoring. And then the goals have dried up from our midfield and our defence. So, anyway, that's where we sit at the moment. So, Damo, you've got a 3-1 prediction for this game. I've gone yeah. 2-0 because I just think the way we're playing, yeah. obviously, Allison and Nat Phillips and Co are doing a really good job. I just think that we keep the momentum going. I think it's just the drama. You never know. We might be the occasion. Or does the occasion get too much for Palace and then we just get to control the game? That's... That's the approach I've gone with. Um, that we'll control the game start to finish, and we'll just say we're playing Champions League. Go away, Palace. Leave us alone. But yeah, I'll take either are. result if it means we're in Champions League. So that's where I sit with it at the moment. Same so way. we'll leave it there. Um, let us know in the Discord what your thoughts are, particularly on those three games. But also let us know how you think your t- side's going to go and where they're going to finish. Yes. Um, we know we've got a lot of Arsenal boys in the stadium as well. So let us know if you think you're going to qualify for the Conference League or not. I think they will, um, but we'll see. Uh, I'll, we will leave the predictions that we have made on in our run sheet for episode 10 as well. Double digits next episode. It's gone quick, Sorry, eh? huh? Yeah, crazy. It's and we've just ticked over, now, look, before, before we move on, we've just ticked over 300 yeah. downloads yeah. as well on eight episodes. So oh, unreal. Pat Thank you to me. everybody that has passed the podcast around as well. Shared it with people, shared it with friends, family, and all the rest of it to get some exposure. Internationally. Internationally, we're sitting in four countries, I believe, at the moment, other than Australia. So yes. we're starting to connect with the world, which is massive, which I didn't think we'd get to do so far. I didn't think I didn't think it was <laughs> yeah. going to happen. I thought it was just going to be yeah. Adelaide and a few people around and that's what's surreal you, so we we've go. got a little segment um, here because yeah, we did promise it. to speak about this and then we just didn't have any time uh, really in the last podcast so we were going to do a bit of a recap on the championship so unfortunately um, the results haven't gone the way we were anticipating no which not isn't at all. the worst result for one of the ties so in my opinion Brentford yes. losing 1-0 at Bournemouth isn't the end of the world because Brentford do go back to home. And I know it's not Griffin Park. I know it's the new stadium they've been uh, given. But I think Brentford at home are more than... Brentford at home. They're more than capable yeah. enough to go win 2-0 at home and hopefully get through to the championship playoff. I think our pipe dream yeah. of Barnsley getting there might be over though. Look, I watched the second half of this game before I went to work, and Barnsley were really good second half. I thought they were very unlucky not to get up. Um, by the way, their pitch, if they make the championship, they, they make money. the Premier League. Their, their pitch is... No, if I was Barnsley and you want to start with the Premier League, it's <laughs> exactly how it was that night. You'd cut that thing up, you'd drive a tractor on it, you'd do whatever you want, because that yeah. was horrid. Um, but I think that is incredible what the Premier League needs. Um, the, the, look, I, I've never actually won the playoffs on football manager pool in the championship, always just got automatically promoted. I know you have. Do, do away goals count in the championship no. playoffs? I don't think no, they do no. off the top of my head. I think that's good for Barnsley. I really do. I think that they can nab one. Um, look, I think Brentford come back and win against Yeah, Bournemouth. I agree. I really do. Um, they can't choke it again. The Barnsley dream. Brentford cannot choke nah, it again. Barnsley yeah, Barnsley, I think that's a bit far. I th- I think Bournemouth will rue the fact that they were on top of that game for bits and pieces as well and didn't put it to... And they got the quality too as well. Their side's more than good enough and they should not be finishing sixth in the championship. They're, and that's no, scary. Should. I think if you're Brentford, you're being unlucky. You've yeah, got I Bournemouth agree. Here. And that's just because of results um, yeah. at the end and Bournemouth dropped off. Like, there was no... Like, we had it predicted as Brentford, Barnsley, Bournemouth, Swansea and it would have been perfect and it should have been, but... Yeah. Things happen as they do in football and I think we'll be talking next week about... Hopefully, at least a Brentford Swansea playoff final. I think. I hope so too. I've nothing look, against Bournemouth. I, I, can, but I, can fa- 
I can fathom Bournemouth for Swansea oh, coming I just back seen up. Seen them so I much. Have, I just yeah, same here. Uh, that's why I don't want them to come up. But Bournemouth are very unlucky to go down. Yeah. Um, and Swansea haven't been up in a while. It's been uh, a couple of years, but, hasn't it, for Swansea? Um, yeah. yeah. So I don't. I mind can deal it. with Swansea. It, it's I, I a don't lot. Know. It, it, look, it's not. It, it, at least it wasn't. Look, if Norwich were one of these teams that were leading one 0 I would be yeah. screaming. <laughs> it was, just knock Norwich off. Yeah. Right. But um, the fact that Norwich are going to come straight back up and go straight back down again. Um, Watford, I'm excited to see what they do again because they always excite me because they've yeah. got the squad. Um, I feel to always just stay up and get, a, get a manager and stick by them. Um, yeah, that's their biggest problem. It's the it, look. I would the pipeline in a Barnsley Brentford. Don't rule it off. Could Watford go after like a Lampard or something and then show some faith in him? Maybe I'd rate that. Maybe. Well, there was talks that he could go. Oh to yeah, I thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. it'd be interesting to see where Lampard. Bit of goes. interesting debate there. Um, but look, that's maybe something we keep yeah. our sleeves for the end of season pre. Right, we do have a big question here as well, look, so I reckon we might move we into do. the question. We'll do a recap Just, on Monday, hopefully, if I'm up for a recording, it should be. Um, on Monday night, yeah. so we will we'll do a bit more of an in-depth analysis of the championship. Playoff because I don't think there'll be heaps to talk about. I mean, the Premier League could surprise me, but I think the Premier League won't shock us too much this week. So we'll probably do just a little bit of a recap on the Premier League results, and then we'll, we'll probably focus it. more. Probably go probably focus on the champions, uh, the championship, and then focus on the other European major leagues and do a bit of a uh, what we think of what happened in other leagues, which we haven't actually really spoken about at all. We've just been so hyper focused on the Premier League lately. Um, well, it's been so crazy with this top four that how do you talk There's about There's not really else? a whole lot else really going on as well. Other like La Liga is really um, surprising at the moment, so we'll probably mention that next week and League One because of PSG and Lille. So there's plenty to talk about next week around the leagues, uh, but what we'll do now is we'll focus on the one big question we've got from JS today, and this is more just of a bit of a fun one to finish the podcast off with today. So... He's asking us to yeah. talk about our most disappointing player from each of the top four clubs or top five. So we'll include Leicester we'll in Leicester there. Um, the and their yeah. most impressive player. So let's go in order from five to one. So yeah. most disappointing then. player from Leicester. Ayosi Perez. Yeah, because he kicked on last I'm year. I'm not just saying that because of his miss, but he has not looked... Like a player that and, was going to kick on, or we thought, and he played well last year too. That was the thing, like for me. Yeah, I thought, I thought when he went to Leicester, it was a good move for him. He was going to be a good little player. Now I look at him and go, you know what? He's a bit of dead wood. Yeah, it's just, does he? Is he holding back this the growth of other players as well? Like that's the big thing that I I look for. Um, could they benefit by playing somebody else up front? They probably could. Um, that's how I see it. Yeah. So. This has probably been the one team I've struggled to find um, someone that's disappointed me. For me, it's... I think I was expecting more from Ricardo Pereira. I'm not saying that he's been bad. I don't think the lesson's exactly. got been bad at all. I just think that Aoji Perez has been the worst of a bunch of players. Yes, I didn't want to use Perez. I don't think everyone... I think everyone's been average. Where If you look at like... I think with us, you can pick a couple yeah. of guys that have been pretty awful. I think you can Both pick that clubs. through uh, Chelsea squad Man United too. and City. Um, yeah, Man United, City. You probably can pick the one or two that are you, you think have been there. Leicester, you kind of um and ah. I think just because Ayosi Perez hasn't pushed on, hasn't gone out there, hasn't really supported Vardy. Goals, I didn't really rate him at you know, Newcastle either, either been, so that's not disappointing for me. I, I could I see why think he was good. I could see why they made the signing. I just think he's yeah, been he's definitely He had hyped. a good spell at Newcastle and went. That's why I'm going um, with Pereira I, I as just well, think that because if, I think Pereira came with a big reputation. Think it holds Ianacho back for Perez, uh, for Ayosi Perez. It holds Ianacho back for I think Ianacho, he's so. taking that role probably more so lately as well. Yeah. So that's probably what they need to focus on. Let, let's shift it to most impressive. I'll go. Mine's been Harvey Barnes. I've got. This year. Yeah, go. Um, could have gone with a couple others, but... I just really rate Harvey Barnes. Left foot, right foot can do it from outside the box. I think he's, he's a good great player. player. I'm really impressed with him this year. I, I am gonna go with a guy that won't surprise anybody. I think Casper Schmeichel is up there with one of the better keepers in the league. Uh, I think he's incredible. 
um, of what he does, the way he spreads himself for one-on-ones and makes big yeah. moment saves. You can probably count seven or eight massive saves in the last 10 games that have kept Leicester in games or in the top four hunt. Um, and look, uh, I think we shouldn't be taking into account what he's done outside of the Premier League, but he's made some big saves in the FA Cup final. He made big saves in the FA Cup rounds previous to the final um, and he's just the sort of guy that in a big moment will make yeah. a big save. Uh, I think he's been really good. I think if you take Leicester out of, um, if you take Schmeich, sorry, out of yeah, Leicester, put hole. another keeper that's at that light mid-tier sort of club, it's a massive yeah. hole to fill. Um, I think he's been really impressive yet again. Uh, I think that he is a shot stopper is up there, like I said, with most of the Prem. So for me, it's less. For me, it's Schmeichel, agree with Harvey Barnes. I think Yuri Tillemans has been a brush of fresh air for Leicester yeah, too. Um, and I, I think an honourable mention to Fana as well. Year. Yeah, look, apart from the brain fade, obviously, in the weekend, I thought he's been yeah. really good too. But he came um, in with the high like, well. Leicester squad. You could, you, can, you can say this about, you can say this about the whole yeah, Leicester squad. Yeah, I agree. Alrighty, fourth, Liverpool, kick it off. Who's uh, been your uh, most disappointing? Jeez. Um, uh, uh, it would have been Trent until probably the last five games of the season so far. Um, just because of how much he's been getting caught out. Uh, would have been Bobby as well till then too. Uh, I don't think Bobby's been overly bad, just obviously hasn't found the goals. It, it's one of those ones where if you just... I know who mine dis, is. In, dis, yeah, if you don't include the uh, the last few games, I think there's a few candidates. Now, if you include the last few games, it's been so important, you think that it's been good. Um, I know this might shock a few people with all the heroics he's done. I think Allison hasn't had his best of years. I think he get, he gets a uh, he's just a pass because of what he's gone through, I think. Yeah, I do too, but I just think for he's just shown some mental yeah, well, crap. Look at the situation he's been going I through though, that, with his family. Yeah, I think though. that's very situational dependence. Yeah. Very situational for him, but I just think that he's made a couple of mistakes now with his feet and then all of a sudden he's, he's unbelievable with his feet. It, they started creeping in a bit more, but I think we can give him a little bit said of all, whatever. I'm just say. But um, yeah, go this really does me. hurt me because for people that know me, this is my boy. This is my favourite player. Uh, but, yeah, Sadio. I already know yeah. who you're going with. <laughs> just <laughs> the obvious one hasn't happened for him this year, and I think it's just an accumulation of probably nah. four years of. Is he going? No, is I don't he think gone? So. I think the the thing with Klopp, I think that's just his competitive nature and to, to go and speak to someone uh, straight after the whistle or just go up to him after the whistle I know you you should do the right thing and just acknowledge your manager but you know yeah. I've done that I've done it to my manager but I've done it to an opposition player before in the heat of the moment I've not shaken a hand yeah. so because they pissed me off so obviously he's annoyed at not getting that opportunity number one but he's probably more annoyed at himself in that moment like he's seen Jota go on and kick on and kick goals and he's seen Bobby then start scoring again and I think that's where the frustration is whether he goes look if he goes I've got no issue with him leaving because he's been a great servant I don't want him to go yeah same here I can't complain yeah exactly but you know at some point your ego's going to kick in you want to be the top dog they want to get the big contract they're not going to get it with us so look Sadio right this season off uh, still a quality player Probably needs that off season. No, uh, Af- you know, he won't have international football this year as well, which I think's massive. Uh, not this year, uh, this off season, which I think's massive, um, with no Afcon. So, I think, yeah, yeah I think that's huge. I think he just needs a break um, and a bit of rest, and probably to leave the the squad and maybe go home for a bit. Um, and I think that will do him the world of good. So hopefully that's the turnaround for for Sadio. Um, I think the other one for me that's probably more disappointing and it's not all his fault, but Naby, I think he's gone. I'm starting to see links now I to other Premier League too. clubs and uh, it's yeah. just not happened. And and that ha- it does happen. Nah, it's a, it's a shame. Same. I was, I was really excited. He looked class and then Thiago's just come in and just blown the water away. So oh, oh, I think there's no so. role for Naby now. He's been impressive. Um, which is unfortunate. We, we'll get nowhere near the money we paid for him, but that's, that happens. It's business. So... Um, yeah. Who's been your most impressive? Oh, you want me to go with that one first? Yeah, yeah go with it. We've got a couple, got a couple of my mentions, mind. but mine, I'll focus down the attacking end. Um, mine's Diego Jota. I think I think he's been a breath of fresh air. Imagine he's if he played fit. a full season as well. Um, 
Oh, then we wouldn't be in this exactly. <laughs> he, he would have been the saving grace. He would have been just taken over the slack from whoever's dropped yep. it. Really, he's played left. He's played right through the middle. Very versatile. Uh, showed glimpses at Wolves. Like I really liked him at Wolves, uh, but didn't see enough from him. And then I was a bit shocked when we signed him. Yeah. But man, he's just kicked on. Like, he's seen kicked it now. on, and I'm really, really happy that we've got a player of that quality waiting for us for next season. So. Who's been your big dog, big, most impressive player? Look, I, I'm i going to say it, and it doesn't bother me, and I love the criticism. Yeah, I knew Matt you Phillips there. has been a fresh, fresh air. I love him. I think he's just proper old school, and sometimes you just need proper old school. He is the reason why we're fighting top four. One of the reasons why we're fighting top four right now. He's transformed us a little bit at the back. We've looked a bit fragile at times. He's come in and he's been unreal. He's... It's like giving an it's not like giving an amateur, it's pretty disingenuous, but it's like giving someone who's just, you know, yeah. left field, he's your shot. And one of the biggest clubs in the world football, go take it. And can you take it? And he's gone out there and he's gone and absolutely pummeled it. Um I I, 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 I think he's been great. Um I think an honorable mention to come back for what he's done is coming on loan. I thought yeah. he's been good. Um as well, um, and then look, I, I don't think this guy gets enough love, but he's so important when we miss him. Fabinho, when he's in the middle of the park, has impressed me because he's just so good at what he does. And it, I think if this season hasn't proved anything to Liverpool fans, it's that when that boy plays, middle yeah, we're field, a better team. Liverpool win games of football. Yeah. Um, and I think if that doesn't impress you enough, then nothing will. Um, I think we'll move on to third yeah. now, Paul. All right, let's move Chelsea, on to we? Chelsea. So, Dame, who's your most disappointing from Chelsea? Um, oh, look, I, I don't want to say it because I understand that he's been okay, but it has to be Werner. Yeah, I don't it? think anyone else on that same yeah, level. I, I, I just, just, he's come in with all this hype and I love the guy and I think he's going to be good business um, he's put himself in the right positions, which I think for a striker out of form, if you keep putting yourself in the right area, you will score. But come on, the man. Reason, like, the the reason I go good. with Timo, because if Lampard had managed the whole year, I would have given him a, a freebie this year. But you can't then say yeah. Thomas Tuchel can't get the best out of Timo Werner when he's getting the best out of Kai Havertz. So that's how I look at it. Um, and Same who here. knows? Who knows if he's going to turn into that goal-scoring beast. I just don't think the Premier League actually suits Timo Werner at all, the way he plays. Watching him at he needed chances. He needed to get in behind defences, and it's just not happening for him at all. Um, It's not not happening at the moment. I just think he's going to struggle, I think, long-term. Like, it's not going to be something that's going to fit for him. I think Tuchel will end up going buying a sort of falsy nine. Or he's using Havertz there. That will suit the system. Yeah, and look, uh, I hope Werner proves it wrong because I think there's a quality player there. Hey, look, if uh, Chelsea want to sell a cut-price deal with Liverpool, uh, I think yeah. it would suit Liverpool. But um, look, uh, he has to be most disappointing, doesn't he? Look at the chance he's missed. And some of these are absolute yeah, sinners. I know. And for a guy of that quality and that price, you expect better. I know it's his first but year. two league goals, man. To give first year... First year players like a little bit of time, but it's only two. Yeah, you like can't justify two league right, goals with the minutes he's had. You you can't say anyone else, can you? Like nah. you could probably say that. Nah. Um, you could probably say that Kepper is yeah. not great. He's playing though either. Like enough. it's not the same. Yeah. So no one else nah, stands out. And speaking about that, for me, the most impressive player is another keeper. I think Mendy's come in and made that spot his own. I think he's been... He has been very, very good. He's had minimal, minimal moments. I I, I don't think he's the only one. I don't think he's the only one that's been impressive at Chelsea. I think there's a lot. I've got two that I can't split at the moment. So, I think Mason Mount's gone to another level. He's not the one I'm going with. He's he's incredible. If if he... He should be nailed on. And then the other one for me has been Reece James. he should be nailed on. I think... I think he's been really good. Um... Do I yet again agree that he should be going to the Eurozone over Trent? No. The development's but I think there. For a breakout yeah. year, he's yeah. unbelievable. I would love this question in a year's time. And if he's gone on and impressed, unlike Ayozi Perez at Leicester, I think we can tick off that Reese James has been a really yeah. impressive player over I the agree. last 24 months. Alrighty. Yeah. United. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disappointing for United. So this is one for me that I go, is there a clear standout? 
is there someone that sort of just not done it over a long period of time? I am going to be. I'm disappointed that. I don't know if this is me being disappointed in a person or me being massively impressed. I'm going to kind of do this as the same for me. I was disappointed yeah. that um, Tellez couldn't get a game, but I'm impressed that Luke Shaw's gone back to the Luke Shaw of Southampton. So that, oh, that's, Luke Shaw's been incredible. He was actually going to be yeah, one of my so I was really disappointed United. because I was looking forward to seeing Alex Tellez and I'd completely written Luke Shaw off. So <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I can disappoint disappointed in someone that can't get a game because someone else is no, really I, I good. I don't think but you can. I think it makes it. I think it makes it. I don't, hard. No one I stands out the... for me as, as a disappointing player at me United over. Oh, Harry oh, Maguire. He's done his job though. I'm, he's not worth the money. It's hard. They he's not in worth seconds, the money. So like, yeah. But he does bring leadership to that team, so I can understand. Why and we can see he's not played these last few games and they've capitulated. So for me, yeah. maybe someone is Martial. Um, I don't think he's been that good this year. Um, I don't think he's, he's been, been bad, taken though. over by Greenwood. I think now though, really, um, in that sort of off of Rashford, off of Cavani, next goal scorer. Yeah. It's not really Martial to me anymore. I think his time's probably up. He's been there a long time, though, too. He's been there for seven years or so. So I just don't think he... Again, he hasn't hit the expectations that he came in with uh, as a teenager. So nah, he hasn't. Look, he's splitting hairs. I think Man United have a lot less to talk about than Man City do, which is surprising, in my opinion. Um, I think that is And then impressive-wise, I'll stick but with Luke I'm going to put... I'm going to put a couple that's impressed me and I'm going to put one that has disappointed me in a way, Ooh, but it's not go? massive, but it'll be very... I should have said uh, this. It is, so I don't know. Uh, I think me... I think if you don't say it, then I'm going to say it after you, but you go. Look, impressive one. I'm just going to put it out there. I, I, I've ridden Kavani yeah, as a footballer at the elite level. Um I think he's come in and been amazing. I think it's been yeah. a good piece of business. Um, I think that most United fans thought they panicked when they got signed Cavani on a free. Um, don't get me wrong, very experienced footballer. I think he knows how to find the back of the net. I just didn't expect him to do it at this sort of rate. Um, he he looks incredible. He looks like a proper yeah, signing. Could be even signing at this He's signed another year extension as well. Um, depending. Yeah, so I think that's good. My disappointing one isn't a player. Uh United don't win the Europa League. Ollie should be disappointed with how he's gone about ending this season. Okay. I just think that that is down to the manager making a decision. Yeah. Um, so Alex Ferguson in 99 went and did it in a different way about resting players for a Champions League final. Um, he gave... They also won an FA Cup final, I think, that year. In the, the Premier League, right? Um, they, they did the treble. Um, I think there's a few players that come out and he's just said specific players are playing in specific games. So it used to be, all right, Gary Neville, your focus is the Champions League final in this game here. And he used to come out for the whole squad and say, you're playing in the FA Cup final, yes or no? Are you playing in the Champions League, yes or no? These are the games you're going to play. Where with Oli, it's kind of, oh, I'm rotating. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, uh, I'm rotating everywhere. And Oli was in that squad. He was. Wasn't he not? He was. Was he not? No, no, he was. So for me, Oli... He scored in the final. I know, he was. I know, that's why I'm saying it's rhetorical. (laughs) Um, um, He should... uh, have followed a similar module where it's like, all right, I'm going to rest you here, but I'm going to rest four or five of you. And then that's what I didn't get that's because they've got United the depth did. to cover it. Yeah. Like it's just that's what whatever. United in 99 yeah. did when they won the treble. They rotated half the squad. I can't go on a tangent about this rotated again. Rotated the game that's <laughs> Nah, same here. But I think if they don't make win the Europa League and they finish the season the way they did with such a big gap and then only maybe could even miss out, could only get, sorry, finish second by a point. Um... I think that's something that Ollie has to look at himself. I think Ollie's impressed me. I think he's been getting a lot better. But I think if you're Ollie and you finish the season like that and don't win the Europa League, he would have yeah. to be pretty disappointed. The other one I thought of whilst you were talking was Dean Henderson. I thought he would have nailed on that number one role, which he hasn't been great when he's played. He hasn't been the same Henderson from Sheffield, but I don't want to go into too much. I think that's lack of game time, though. I didn't want to put yeah. him under the bus because it's hard to overthrow De Gea. And I don't think no, he's been great this year either, but I don't think he's been... I don't think he's been their most disappointing. No, I just think player. it's been it's been but disappointing. But the highest standards, not the most. But the highest standards, not the higher. But Henderson hasn't really knocked yeah. on the door either. But how do you expect him to knock on the door if he doesn't get a exactly. massive run of games in a row? 
So it's hard for me to put Alrighty. Henderson there, but I think disappointing. De Gea probably deserves to be mentioned. Last but not least, the champions, City. City. Disappointing, I think. Uh, just going to put it out there. Phil, Phil yeah. Foden is yeah. most impressive. Yeah, done. And Ticket. I think the disappointing is probably... Don't need to talk about anyone disappointing else. Disappointing Ruben Diaz. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah. I think the most disappointing one is probably just as clear-cut, though, to be honest. I think it's Raheem. Give it to Raheem. me, Paul. He just has been out-muscled oh. completely oh. out of that team. Riyad Mahrez deserves to be another shout for impressive plays. Come on, leaps and bounds. Someone that just doesn't get the game Important time, game though, player, as well. Like, he does it on limited game time, which is what I rate. Yeah. But it's just, just, for me, what's disappointing about Raheem is that Pep has completely changed how he uses his left wing to go back to how he started. So initially it was Leroy Sane, then he's changed it to an inverted winger, and then it's got to the point where he's now gone back to a traditional winger in Phil Foden. So that's the scary thing for me. I think that means Sterling's probably done at City, but I don't know. I, I don't think anyone else really stands out that poorly to me at City. No, Sterling's been the most horrid there. And it's not us bashing on Sterling because he's next Liverpool and how he left. It's just because Sterling The fact that someone of that quality is not going to get a game in that team shows, yeah. Shows you. And I do rate Raheem the player. Yeah, on his day. But, like it's, yeah. On his day, he's unreal. Without the game, he, he's but, someone that relies on playing week in, week out and big stretches of form. Leicester, Leicester, oh, someone else needs to perform. Yeah, I, the, I think that's the most... The thing is, it's like, does Harvey... I, I see like Sterling sliding on the left, Harvey Barnes moving centrally with Vardy, and then oh, that team is just stacked. That team would be unreal, but I just don't know. Nah, who knows? If they don't make the four. But definitely nailed on. The uh, most disappointed player yeah. is Ray. So, for this episode of the PD Sports Podcast, I would like to thank you guys for tuning in once again. Damien, thank you once again for your company as well. You're we, right, mate. Not a problem. Once again, as I'm going to say for the third time, because I can't reiterate it enough. Have a massive weekend in football. There is definitely a lot of other sport happening, but this is the climax of a very, very interesting season. So we will definitely be covering this early next week, whether it's Monday or Tuesday, it will be left to be seen because I'm going to be away for the next few days. So we'll see how I pull up after that. But... Yeah, should we should be, be right, fine mate. for a Monday night recording. So once again, I just want to thank everybody for all their support and their kind messages through the stadium. Dave, you want to say goodbye to the lovely people before I sign off? Uh, good, goodbye, everyone. It's been fun. Um, hopefully I haven't come across too groggy or whatever uh, with the head cold. And look, if you're not in the Discord, I highly recommend it. It has been going off in the background whilst we've been recording um, as well. And if you want interaction to do all things sort of sport, uh, content, everything like that. I think it's definitely a place to be. Uh, and look, if you have nothing else to do, 12.30am, my mum's going to kill me. Damo will be on stream. Liverpool game, Leicester game, Chelsea game. You know where to find me. I oh, will see you guys. Beautiful. So from both Damien and I and the PD Sports Podcast, we'll see you early next week for the episode 10. So we'll be in double digits next week. Thanks, guys, and have a great weekend.